How, how you doing, Brad? We got Brad Arnold in DC. Brad Arnold's the lead singer of Three Doors Down. He is the most relevant rock star in America right now. To get him in DC, I'm not even sure what we were trying to ask him. Being a rock star, it's like most of the people who were scared to um, do this event. Is that not like real rock stars, you know, have heart to do stuff? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I don't even know what he was trying what does to that ask. Mean? Man, this is all about America. Proud to be here. And we, we say, you know, what does it mean for you playing at the Trump inauguration? He is beaming. Like, he is so excited. He's so happy. We love America, man. This could be a great experience. It's a great honor to be here. We're proud to be here. Where is he performing? Three doors down from the White House? Everybody and welcome to Stand By Your Band, the podcast where we have comedians on to defend music that they enjoy that other people don't like so much. <laughs> I am Tom Takar, your, uh, your brave host, taking on another Ooh. challenge for another week. And I am, of course, joined by my uh, be- beloved co-host, Hopefully. question mark. <laughs> <laughs> you know you're uh, beloved when people use that inflection. <laughs> Uh, celebrated like a <laughs> uh, the prince of snarkness himself tommy mcnamara how you doing buddy i'm a tired man you seem tired you look like a sleepy little bitch <laughs> oh, wow. what's going on over there that worked all day you know oh yeah i hear it i was working on my taxes all day you do your ta- have you done your taxes already of course Oh, of, don't of course me, you <laughs> I'm a patriot. <laughs> I, I give Uncle Sam a little early Christmas present, if you know what Is I mean. Is that right? Uh, did you get money back, or did you have to pay? We'll see. <laughs> uh, I am like, yeah, it takes me three goddamn days, uh, three doors down days to uh, to do my damn taxes, and it's driving me nuts. I think that's what Jesus was doing in that cave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it yeah. was in April. Are you talking about Osama bin Laden? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, you're Jesus, you sick Al-Qaeda fuck. <laughs> Let's introduce our guest. Why don't Osama we? Osama bin Laden. <laughs> <laughs> Osama, defend your actions. <laughs> uh, we are, of course, joined by the pride of Chicago himself, Dan Sheehan. How you Who doing? doesn't hey. live in Chicago, by the way? <laughs> no, the pride of Chicago, though. That's where I met him, so that's that's what it counts for. <laughs> yeah. That's the only place that has pride for me, right? That's now. exactly right. You're, that's what that pride parade's about, right? <laughs> yeah. <it's just> people <laughs> celebrating me. It's just floats of you. <laughs> just doing stuff. <laughs> me at the grocery store, me yeah. at the bank. There's like a Tinder sucks float or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Tinder. Uh, how you Tinder been, buddy? sucks. <laughs> Uh, was making a reference to Dan's uh, famous blog. I, I know what you were trying oh, to make a reference Oh, trying. To. Oh. You do no wolf, right? <laughs> I'm going to fucking kill you today, Tommy. No offense. <laughs> That's what OJ said uh, yeah, right yeah. before he killed Ron and Nicole. Hey, he's innocent. <laughs> no offense. No uh, offense. No uh. offense. Uh, that's what he said uh, when he couldn't move the ball uh, when he was playing. Nice. Yeah. Anyway. I always um, forget he was, uh, he was an athlete before yeah. everything, before becoming so much more. <laughs> he won the Heisman. Yeah, yeah it's dude. crazy. That's what that... Uh, that's what that uh, statue is it's him dodging uh <laughs> accusations his, uh, his lovers uh dying uh you know glances anyway <laughs> glances. Um, so you're here to defend donald trump right yeah, yeah. <laughs> <I'm here> to <laughs> defend president donald trump 
No, uh, I, yeah, I'm here to defend uh, the, the the fine young men of Three Doors Down who I just heard speak for the first time. <laughs> that was just one of them. That was old uh, Brad, uh, what's his fucking Brad, Brad Arnold. Arnold. Oh, Man. boy. Weirdly close to Brad, Brad Arnold. Arnold. And they look alike, too. <laughs> Past they, guest. And he, in this, he is defending uh, jam music or whatever if you keep the clip going. Mm. Isn't that what he, what did he defend? He defended like a fish. Humphreys uh, McGee. Humphreys McGee, that's what it was, yeah. Uh, you an Umphreys man, Dan? I'm not an Umphreys man. Uh, <clears throat> I haven't really heard much of their... I'm sure there's stuff of theirs I'd probably recognize. Oh, I'm sorry. I guess there are no three times. doors down. <laughs> <laughs> three doors down holds a very special place in my heart, man. They were, uh, they were like the core of like radio rock music when I was in like fifth and sixth grade and had just been able to like start developing Let's my own taste. And so uh, I got super into them. And then they were like the peak of like that like mall music. Mm-hmm. Like music, they're just it would oh, be, for sure. it'd be playing everywhere because it was inoffensive, uh, and it, it kind of ruled, but not in a, not in a way that <laughs> yeah. made anybody angry. Well, inoffensive to some, but offensive to a Superman, maybe. <laughs> oh, definitely Superman singing about uh, he can't even enjoy their biggest hit. That's true. Yeah, because <laughs> he got murdered by that stone he's allergic to. <laughs> yeah, what a bitch, <laughs> Superman ass. Um, yeah, I uh, I remember being everywhere you went. This, I mean, it's not even just the one song. A lot of people are like, "Oh, they had that one song." They had a lot of chart toppers. They did. They had like, because um, I mean, obviously, every, Kryptonite's the one everyone knows. It's the one everyone recognizes. But like, you know, who who thinks of when I'm gone and all these other ones that, right. that used to pop up all the time? They would be like in the background of like every ad for a Transformers movie. Like anything that was like PG thirteen and yeah. like targeted straight to that crew, like you had a Three Doors Down song on that for at least a while. And of course, famously, before the movie, they played the Coast Guard ad with yes. uh, Citizen Soldier, <laughs> yeah. which everyone in the world has seen so many times. It's, yeah, that's uh, that's why I picked that as one of the songs. I was just I like, can't believe you put that on your list. <laughs> it's because shocking. Like it or not, that song is in my head. It's because forever. like it or not, I'm in the Coast Guard. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, like it or not, I did join the Coast Guard. <laughs> you may love it. You may. Hate it. <laughs> I was duped Man, in. I bet a lot of people did join just because of that. You know, <laughs> they were like, "That song fucking rules, man." Citizen I'm gonna Soldier, join the hell yeah. Coast Guard, hell yeah. Saw iRobot three times just to keep seeing that music. <laughs> I mean, it was probably online. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, but iRobot was also a great film. So. Yeah, pretty good movie. Remember that Coast Guard movie, The Guardian? Oh, yeah, Ashton Kutcher. And was that Billy Bob Thornton? I'm just looking at that. It was Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. Oh. Oh, okay. Was he good? Ashton Kutcher was in that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, was he good? Well, he was swimming champion Jake Fisher. That's what I know. <laughs> I remember at the time, one of my friends said it was his favorite movie. That's wow. insane. And I remember at the time thinking that was like kind of strong praise like yeah. for that particular film. Uh-huh. But it was like one of those... Do you ever have like a weird fact you picked up from like some sort of like movie or like piece of fiction that you just assumed to be true your whole life? Yeah. There's like, like you can only... Uh, the best type of way to jerk off is by banging a pie, of course. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the weird trivia that I have. <laughs> In that movie, they go like... If you fall from uh, if you fall into water from more than a hundred feet up, it's like hitting bricks. Oh, wow. and I always I just took that as like okay, so a hundred feet up at that point, water will kill you. Like yeah. that's just I, what I always have assumed, and uh-huh. I'm not sure that's a hundred percent accurate. I think that it does mess you up pretty bad, but I could be using the same. I could be getting that same information. We could all have just seen the Guardian. I at didn't some see point the Guardian. Another. The only Guardian I know is that rag that <laughs> <laughs> that uh, some people call news ripping oh, into wow. British newspapers over here. That's right. Libtard bullshit. Man, I, I don't I even know what it's... <laughs> That's Europeans true. are all just inherently liberal. <laughs> yeah, they're not Americans. 
I was trying to find funny mean reviews of the Guardian, but they're all just saying they're all just bad water puns. Just <laughs> 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 so, so he left the audience in the water too long, oh, you know, God. shit like that. It's a, I know at the end of the movie, Costner's character, spoiler alert, uh, is is taken by the sea. Um, and becomes like a like a like a spirit that uh-huh. saves people from storms. Kutcher uh, may weird... soon be ready to anchor a Hollywood movie, but <laughs> oh, oh my god, god. <laughs> somebody got paid good. for that. This is my problem with Three Doors Down. <laughs> it is the Guardian. It's supposed yeah. to. We want it to be so bad we can make fun of it, but it's just fine. You know what I it's mean? Ju- it yeah. is. You you said it uh, yourself on the Facebook thread, which we'll get to. Um, they're just so boring, They're man. So boring. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. So before we get into how much they suck, we should talk about, <laughs> should talk about <laughs> your connection. So, do you have any memories assigned to this band? Like, do you have um, uh, things that uh, attached you to them that you can remember? That yeah, like you know. they're pretty much. I mean, uh, for the record, I share none of their politics, but they are. Uh, they are pretty much like a. Oh, pure... so you don't love America? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I uh, I don't love it as much as these guys do because they uh they pretty much are like a nostalgia pick for me because they were Kryptonite was on Now Five, which was like back ah, when the Nows were in single digits. I was a big digits. Now boy. Yeah, yeah. It was like track six or seven. Like I still like remember there was like a killer wow. sequence in there of like Kryptonite I and there were like a few others. I want to look up. The if track you look up the track listing. list, I guarantee you that it, for the year two thousand one or two, it was like pretty on fire. You know, Kryptonite was their first single. Was it really? Isn't that crazy? I thought that, that was a pretty crazy thing. I think it was earlier. I think it was like 99 or something I mean, like that. Yeah, and it's got to really still be that. their biggest hit. I mean, I, mean yeah. I can't imagine that it would be. They, but they do have some bangers in here. I really liked... I, you didn't put this on your list, but I used to love If I Could Be Like That. Oh, yeah. Is that what it's called? Just shoes. <laughs> See, anybody can do this. <laughs> well, it's the same thing as Daughtry, and then, of course, he tours with Daughtry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Everybody that they're like, they tour with. Like, yeah, there's so Nickelback, many bands. It's everyone yeah. they get lumped in well, with. Well, because b- people that like are obsessed with one of those bands are... Typically excited if they're like, hey, now here's another band that sounds exactly the same. Like they're just yeah, like, hell yeah, yeah. yeah like more. So uh, you want to take a guess as to where Kryptonite's listed on this uh, now CD? I know uh, you already said one number. I'm, I'm going to say tell you it was wrong. Okay, I'm going to say track five then. All right, Tommy, you got to guess. Wait, wait, we're guessing now the... five. Where, where on this track? Why would he guess? Because he said he I knew thought I remembered one. it. I really thought I knew it. <laughs> I mean, obviously, that is going to be in the three spot. That's uh, in the three hole, like Chris 17. Oh, 17. Oh, wow. The okay. hole. 17 again. Seven. <laughs> Hell yeah. They put it, yeah, 17 hole, like. Uh, Chris Bryant's third at bet. No, that doesn't add up. It doesn't matter. Like where um, Jordan Spieth fell apart in the Masters last year. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you know we're not supposed to talk about that <laughs> in the show. He, he pays us monthly not to talk about that. Uh, this is Patreon a good... guy. <laughs> yeah, boy, this is a good CD, though. Uh, Don't Think I'm Not from Candy is on here. Mm-hmm. Damn. I don't remember that. When you're out getting hot and somebody's spot getting hot, don't stop. Just don't think I'm not. Because I'm in my... Damn it, you guys are making me look foolish. <laughs> 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 Wonderful a... from uh, Everclear. Everclear, of course. It's yeah. My Life from Bon Jovi. That was one of the other killers. Eric's Big year for the white man. <laughs> oh my God, Case of the X is on here. God damn. I put uh, It's My Life by Bon Jovi as uh, in our fifth grade yearbook. They like asked you what your favorite song was, what you wanted to be when you grew up. And I put 
It's My Life by Bon Jovi or anything by the Alan Parsons Project. <laughs> oh my <laughs> Which, god! Because that my dad had one CD by them that he would like play a bunch. So I was I just got super into the Alan Parsons Project at <laughs> ten. Like it's just this Hell old yeah. lonely guy with a keyboard set, and it's just like I was. You were down with APP. Yeah, I was a big fan, Hell man. Yeah. I and this guy, he does the Michael Jordan music. It was a uh, damn. Yeah, that's how I was with Sticks and Jim Croce. I just didn't like make any sense. Did you say child. Jim Crowlaws? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> They've got some deep cuts <laughs> people didn't know about. <laughs> Apparently, uh, black people weren't allowed to vote either. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, but oh, then uh, they also were like, Kryptonite's my go-to karaoke song, one of like a couple. I saw you me. sing it. Yeah, yeah. That's what we were talking about this. Because uh, we, I, I, me and Tommy did karaoke together in L.A., and uh, I did Kryptonite. And it was yeah. the first time I'd done it in a while. And uh, it felt as good as it ever has. Oh, now we rocked you- it. Was it at, uh, damn it, what's the name of the uh, bar that uh, people do karaoke at? Not Bigfoot. Not Bigfoot. That's Not Bigfoot. A, it's um, like Hyperion Oh, that was, good. That was fun. Yeah, yeah. Like that Hyperion. was a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was my first oh, time yeah. there, and I was like, this is a karaoke bar I can get behind. Nice. It's like right near Hard where I Hard to find too. ones that you're real into. In the middle yeah. of my performance, I knocked over a chair, <laughs> and then the bartender was like, are you the guy who knocked over the chair? And I went, no. And she goes, oh, I was going to give that guy a beer. <laughs> Touche. You <laughs> like, it was me. It's too late. Yeah. <laughs> they kick you out. <laughs> That's how they get you. I uh, I did uh, karaoke, I think, at Bigfoot. And uh, I, I, I sang Picture with uh, Liz Mop, and I threw my beer across the room when I sang the, uh, I was off to drink you away, which doesn't really make sense, because you'd think I'd take a big drink right then. <laughs> yeah, no, you want to no, drink I gone. threw it. <laughs> I threw my beer across the room. <laughs> Went I, swear, down. <laughs> I swear I'm playing Doom. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> while, we're, uh, while we talked about Daughtry, I wanted to play this, because it relates to our podcast. So I have Daughtry and Three Doors Down combined oh, to together. cover in the air tonight. You know this based is on sure. our favorite LA artist, <laughs> <laughs> Billy Bill Collins. Collins. <laughs> <laughs> Defend that. Yeah. <laughs> that is uh, rough. Um, this guy, like, this is what every, like, very southern dad, like, wants to imagine he's going to become. Like, whenever yeah. you see, like, a dad rock ba- band at, like, a county fair or something, like, they're hoping they're the next three doors down. Because I yeah. think they're from, like, Florida or something. I think they're, like, uh, I had at least somewhere, up. like, yeah. pretty rural, pretty southern. That show was in Hammond, Indiana, which is not too oh, surprising. God. Yeah, I think they're that... from Mississippi. Let me look it up. Yeah, yeah, they are. Okay, it's from like a weird sounding place. I want to say like Catawana, Catawana, do it, uh, something like that. I want to look it up. Now. And he's yeah, he's wearing that T-shirt, which is... oh yeah, es- Escatopa. That's it. And Escatopa, uh, I think Brett Favre is also from there. And for that reason, uh, they love uh, Brett Favre loves them. <laughs> 
He loves two things, Wranglers and three doors down. <laughs> and trying to bang uh, sports analysts. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, I wish throwing he would... picks. Hey, hey, got his ass. Hey, Brett, send us one of those dick pics. <laughs> We'd look at it. We're not going to do anything sexy about it, but we'll look at it and judge it. Free month of the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, so I was asking you memories tied, and then I got sidetracked by this now. <laughs> oh, oh, no problem. Uh, the now is a big part of it, um, and it was just, yeah, it was uh, my... It, has been a karaoke go-to for me since, like, college. Yeah. Uh, because, like, in college was, like, right when, like, nostalgia for, like, stuff from the, like, late 90s, early 2000s was, like, starting to pick up just, like, yeah. a little bit. And so it was, like, one that people recognized and would sing along with. And, yeah, I mean, obviously this is all pre the last year where I've had to go underground with my <laughs> with my sympathies for them because they played at the Trump inauguration. Oh, boy. Um, Apparently people didn't even enjoy it. It's so yeah. funny. I can't imagine they're still in their prime. Like, that's an 18-year-old no, song. They Kryptonite. did something very funny, in my opinion, which is that I was reading an article about, uh, it was like a review of their performance of the Trump inauguration. Apparently, they opened with like a new song, or like <laughs> newer song. So people were like, what the So fuck? funny. And so apparently, there was a bunch of country artists on that did much better than them. And then it took them three songs to get to Kryptonite, and then people were still only half interested. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I feel like you got to kind of open with that one. It's the one everybody wants, to. like, yeah. And you just play it again as an encore. This Why is, not? This crowd's not going to go. They don't, you care. know, get angry about that. You think they would be mad about something being tacky? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh boy, it's crazy that Lee Greenwood, guitarist for Radiohead, played at the inauguration. <laughs> Wait, that's what are you talking about? Johnny Greenwood is the guitarist oh, for Radiohead, yeah, and say. Lee Greenwood is the guy who wrote. Uh, I think proud to be an American. One of those songs. Oh, makes sense that he's there then. This is like a really that whole inauguration list, and like Three Doors Down is definitely included. I think in this God genre of like bands that would never admit it, but they're like super lucky nine eleven happened. Like <laughs> where yeah. it's just like if there hadn't been that sudden rush of like yeah I do love this country, like they you know people would have just been like oh this is yeah this is rock music that you play you know sure at the bank Dude, or something like, have you guys seen carlos mencia's half hour on comedy central it's he ends with like a four minute like dot, like monologue about 9-11 and about how wow. like you got to take your family seriously you got to like appreciate every day there's nothing funny and it's oh like this God. long rant, and then he just gets off stage. But it's like, I wonder if he just didn't have a closer before 9-11. <laughs> he was like, finally, the four minutes I've been looking for. Just his Hail Mary is like, yeah, like all I can do is try to incur sympathy instead yeah, of get yeah. a laugh here. He was like, going to hump the stool or talk about 9-11. <laughs> I, went to, I actually was just at that like museum today. That, the like, like, Carlos Mencia Museum? The, nice. the Carlos Mencia <laughs> Memorial. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that like the big like 9-11 thing down in uh, like downtown. And uh, yeah, there are a couple rooms where then like after all the sad stuff, they just show like the towers and how they appeared like in pop culture. And it nice. was just like, here they are on a poster for a zany movie. Like, right. The Simpsons the episode. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just like a picture oh, of Spider-Man. yeah, where he has to he has run to go to the bathroom. The yeah. <laughs> it's a great bit. Man, that is good. And then Man. they didn't air that episode for like a really long time. But then Sucks. I think they yeah. did again. Yeah. 
Dude, I remember after it happened, I was so sad because, you know, we were all just, like, drowning in the media about it. Yeah. Like, you couldn't escape it. And I was like, well, at least I have The Simpsons tonight. And then they didn't show it yeah, because yeah. of that. I was like, why? Mm-hmm. Such a bummer. Um, yeah. And you support, of course, what they had to say about Apu <laughs> this, uh, <laughs> this past episode. Wait, while we're on the topic of 9-11. <laughs> this doesn't come up often enough on the <laughs> no, show. No, there was the, this opening line to one of these. Uh, to Okay, the article is called Three Doors Down to discuss citizen soldier and this is the first sentence three doors down had a violent reaction to the september 11 2001 <laughs> terrorist attacks admitted rhythm guitarist chris henderson violent they like <laughs> punched a wall <laughs> yeah. that's the only thing each other up <laughs> this dude with his like back like his cap backwards just punching a wall wearing like a skull idea, like, t-shirt they just like start fighting each other like did you do this <laughs> chris son of a bitch chris i knew it i've seen you hanging out <laughs> so, so much so that the Mississippi band wrote in response uh, the song they wrote in response to it was unreleasable <laughs> it was, it was a little oh too violent God. it was oh a little God, out of I taste wanna, yeah. I want to hear it so bad oh I know Fuck, I wonder if there's lyrics anywhere. Oh, I guarantee you that song is like we incredibly have, racist. Oh, oh, we've got to find it. So <laughs> then, uh, but the music for Citizen Soldier is the music from that song, and they just changed the lyrics to be about the Coast Guard. <laughs> so there is, they do know the words. So yeah, here's oh another, here's God. a quote from that part. We'd already written a song in response to 9-11, Henderson said. We had the music already, and we had these really violent lyrics about kicking everyone's ass and shit. <laughs> <laughs> then Toby Keith, of course, came out with his song, so we're like, no sense in us putting ours out. Oh, yeah, he came out with something. Didn't he, like, come out? It well, was, like, we'll kinda... put a boot in your ass. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the anthem, for sure. I mean, that's the that's that and, like, the Alan Jackson song that was like, mm-hmm. where were you? Yeah, uh, <laughs> when that boom. <laughs> uh damn it i was trying i i looked it up i can't find i just searched three doors down 9-11 song and i'm not finding it um oh well it's like a weird adam sandler riff i just want to know what they say i want to see if there's any racist stuff in there yeah um, i feel like oh it's either well. that or just like very well-meaning just like i want to go over there and individually kick yeah, everybody's yeah. ass on that plane things would be a little different um <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, we should listen to Jared's voicemail uh, now that we're uh, we're a little we're getting into this pod. We're way deeper than I realized. <laughs> um, all right, let me get this loaded up here. If you don't know, uh, Jared Thompson is the owner of the beautiful Comedy Attic in Bloomington, Indiana, where I will be May third through the fifth. I'm bringing Tim McLaughlin to open for me because he's a little bitch and it'll be funny. <laughs> you can poke at him if you feel like that's part of your ticket prices. You get to touch Tim uh, in whatever ways you want. You can beat the shit out of him. Um, he doesn't care. He's just grateful for the spot. Um, but yeah, come out there, com- uh, com for tickies. Uh, and now here is a little voicemail from the beloved friend and foe of the podcast, Jared Thompson. What's up, y'all? This week they went to Jared. The boys are going to have a guest on defending Three Doors Down. How will they do it? I have no idea. Um Really, this how they're going to defend them in any way other than your basic, I liked them when I was a kid, so-and-so oh, took me to a concert, or I heard them this way, and I just liked it when I was younger, and then uh, now if I hear it on the radio or someone's playing it, I'm not going to turn it off. You know, there's really not any other angle here. I mean, it, it's just terrible. Uh, Three Doors Down should send residual checks to Nickelback 
because if not for Nickelback, Three Doors Down would be the answer to who's the worst band because they really are just as bad as Nickelback. And we just collectively decided that Nickelback was the worst band. But there's really no reason for it there to be. They could be the same band. I mean, uh, most embarrassingly, for me at least, is Citizen Soldier. I mean, it is just, you know, when you go, there was a while there when you would go to the movies and that would play before the movie. And it's like, it was Trump porn, like before, you know, Trump voter porn before Trump was a candidate. I mean, it was like made specifically only for people who would have voted for Donald Trump. Um, anyway, uh, Fuck, man. We were doing so good last week with Billy Joel. Um, this is just a fucking nightmare. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jared. That might have been your best one yet, besides oh, man. Uh, when you asked that lady on the street. <laughs> that was the best. Is but... Jared a libtard? <laughs> I think he might be. <laughs> I never knew we that. don't usually get political on this show, Jared. Um, yeah, so a lot of people are saying about that citizen. Uh, so a lot of people are bringing that up, but I think that Jared makes a good point about Nickelback. And Nickelback actually, there's like a little bit. Of, there's a feud between Nickelback and Three Doors Down. There interestingly is? enough, Ooh. because Nickelback took Three Doors Down's drummer. Oh shit! And they uh, they were pissed about it. And then I just watched an interview with uh, with Brad and the boys where they're talking about how they're actually better now without that drummer. <laughs> they don't care about Nickelback, and uh, it's like a, they're like a, a better band, old version of like the Taylor Swift Katy Perry thing. Yeah, because then that all start with yeah, yeah like a backup mm-hmm. dancer. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and truly, the got... Taylor Swift and Katy Perry. Oh God! Three Doors Down should remake Bad Blood. That'd be sick. <laughs> be sick. Baby, uh, now you got bad. Oh no! <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I found an article about this uh, this beef from uh, after they did the inauguration. Um, Nickelback frontman Chad Kroger says, "At least we're not Three Doors Down." <laughs> oh shit. Um, he says he, he's like super grateful. He says, I'm beyond ecstatic, Kroger said as he clapped his hands and did little running butterfly kicks across the studio. I really thought a day like this would never come. I mean, I made peace with the fact that people were just going to drop Nickelback into every joke about music for the rest of time. But then three doors down, those beautiful dumb bastards dropped us like, dropped us the biggest lifeline ever. Kroger said as soon as he found out they were playing Trump's inauguration, he knew that Nickelback was forever in the clear and three doors down had just cemented their place as music's biggest joke. Also, Creed tweeted out, or posted on Facebook, I think this is, uh, did you know even Jesus hates Three Doors Down, LOL? Feels good to not have our band uh, in that joke anymore. Thanks for being a bunch of red state douchers, Three Doors Down. I'm starting to wonder if uh, this is fake, <laughs> if this article is fake. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I hate how this happens. I was going to say, that's pretty uh I want to see. I'm going to look up on Twitter. I can verify if this is true just by looking at Creed's Twitter. Even if it is true, I feel like the Nickelback guy was doing a lot of wishful thinking there. He was like, now I know we're in the clear, and I'm never going to have to hear another joke about my <laughs> band again. Because I feel like in the last year and a half, that has not changed. No, <laughs> like, like, I mean, Nickelback will always be... Uh... That whole genre of just like... Was there ever like a word for it? it just kind of like... I saw it described as post-grunge a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People kept saying... Which yeah, is an that's... insult to grunge. Of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is like after Kurt Cobain. Yeah, this, <laughs> this is, is what like, Kurt was fighting for. This is for. what it evolved into. <laughs> well, it's kind of like how all those like early indie bands, like the, you know, like Arcade Fire and all those, like made a bunch of great albums and then led into like 
te- like years of like Lumineers stuff where it's just like, mm. oh, like it's the same ingredients, but now it's been washed clean and made radio that is friendly. Yeah, and it, I feel like it's kind of similar with like grunge and this post grunge stuff. Uh, I would say that voicemail uh, unfortunately skewered a lot of my love for Three Doors Down in the fact that it is a lot of nostalgia for me. Like uh, I would that's never like what a lot care. of this yeah, is. Yeah. That's most of yeah. this podcast. Honestly. I'd never go home and crank Citizen Soldier, but if it played before movies again, I wouldn't be upset. <laughs> you wouldn't walk out. Uh, the one thing I will say is Kryptonite is still one hundred percent a jam. There, that song sure. is still genuinely. Should we go ahead and listen to it just to, sure. get, just yeah. to get our palates uh, going here. By the way, I think that article was fake. I can't find that tweet. I'm pretty pissed. <laughs> Stop making fake, not funny enough articles. <laughs> That's the problem. This wasn't funny enough to read as like oniony. You well, know? that's like I was telling Tom before. There's like there was this thing where all the someone tweeted a fake video of as if Three Doors Down had played uh, All Star by Smash Mouth at oh, you know, yeah, and then I all these I people thought that. it was, and then all these people had like condescending responses to it, like, um, really? This is a sentence I never thought I'd say. Three Doors Down covers Smash Mouth at inauguration. It's like it's fucking yeah, fake. but it's not real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're uh, not the smart one because yeah. <laughs> you didn't figure and, out a video uh, was. You know fake. who posted that? The New York Times. <laughs> 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 More like New York libtards. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Hell yeah. That was a good one, Tommy. <laughs> All right. Here is some encrypted. Oh, shit. Just the hey, Jared, you can say whatever you want, but you can't beat this. I'm <laughs> <laughs> the best part of the song. Yeah, man. Oh, they're yeah. in Nickelback now. Hell yeah. He has a troubled mind. Yeah, his tooth's all fucked up about something. The lyrics don't hold up to any level yeah. of continuity or. But the sands of time is a pretty cool thing to say. Yeah. It doesn't really make sense in the context of it being about Superman. Yeah. But it's not like he's like a time traveler. <laughs> yeah. My favorite part of this song uh, is like towards the end when he just closes it out by shouting Oh, yeah. He's just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. just like, dude, that's how you end the song. That's if you, if you don't have a wrap-up. This sounds like it could be Power Rangers music. <laughs> it, like, it was the perfect timing for a song like that to come into my life because I was... Yeah. Ten and earnest in a way that you're only earnest when you're ten, and I'm just like, yeah, dude, this this sounds exactly like how I want stuff to sound. Like I didn't want yeah. layers to anything I ingested. Like, well, he wrote this song in algebra class, which just makes sense as why like kids like it so much. <laughs> yeah. You know? Hold on. What do we got? Oh, this is the Power Rangers movie theme. That's not what I was looking for. I was looking for the Power Rangers like original theme song. Ah. I swear, there's like a guitar riff that's like the same exact <laughs> noise. Oh man, what a, I mean, I don't think uh I'm not gonna deny that that's a fun song. And when yeah. I was a kid I loved it. I don't know if I would still love it if I heard it for the first time today. But you know what? We'll have to give me amnesia. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> whack me in the head. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh! yeah, Do you think still he should it. update it to be about Black Panther? Yeah, I would say that would be the be uh the politically correct move right now. Uh, I need a woke three doors down. Yeah, in, oh, our, yeah. in our cultural moment I want to see a little more effort out of three doors down. <laughs> 
uh, do better, Three Doors Down. Uh, I, uh, and I would love the ensuing 300 think pieces about uh, words that shouldn't have been in that song. <laughs> More like in the sands of Time's Up. Oh, thank you. Um, got them. All right. Uh, I'm pretty pissed about this Nickelback thing. <laughs> I'm so, I hate, hey, Road Sody. Fuck you. Is that the name of the website? Yeah. Because that should have been right. you know what? How about uh, Why did you, you get give off those my cards? ass? You What's put your social security number to get to that article, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had to know the Nickelback drama. <laughs> Road Sody, your only source for post-grunge news. Uh, let's see. Oh, consequenceofsound.net uh, had something to say about, uh, about this band. Uh, they they like featured a lot on this podcast because they shit on a lot of stuff. So don't mm-hmm. be you know, don't worry about that. But I want to see if they're shitting on. Uh... Oh, it's the loser that they talk about. They name as the twenty first worst song of the. Can decade. you play that? Because I don't know. I'm I not sure. Remember. I remember. Yeah, that. yeah. I that's like one of their first singles. Also, it was yeah. on the same album as Kryptonite. Because uh, the way you listen to music back then had just was so different because it was like, mm. you know, I had that now CD. So for a while it was just kryptonite. And then I got, uh, like their second one away from the sun yeah. that had like, another, 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 I do remember this now. I remember this intro. I want to skip up. Oh, I know this song. I mean, that's all that post is. I could see that bottoming out on some lists because it was incredibly boring. <laughs> it, was, it was like you were saying, it, it was that song is just like too boring to really be able to make fun of. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like even they made a Christmas song, and I was like, "Ooh, I can't wait to listen to this." And then it's like, not you know what I mean? It's yeah, just like, it's just ugh. middle of the road. Yeah. yeah. That's the danger uh, of some of these like super earnest groups is like, you know, because they'll do a song like Kryptonite that should be ridiculous on paper and then just crush it because they never had a doubt in their mind that they were going to crush it. But then when they try to do like emotional stuff or they try to like mm-hmm. get political and you yeah. know, anything like that, then it just comes off as like the weirdest, yeah, most yeah, yeah. uncomfortable <laughs> thing. But yeah, it's like it's never so bad that you're like, oh, this could be ironic. Like. You know they're doing their best, which kind of bums you out. But that's uh-huh. what I think separates like a band I love, the Counting Crows, from mm. a band like Three Doors Down is that Counting Crows will be way more vulnerable and they'll look stupid. Yes. You know what yeah. I mean? Where yeah. I feel like Three Doors Down is so concerned with being tough and cool that they'll never have. You know what I mean? Exactly. Kind of like a yeah. polyphonic spree did a little bit of that. Because I mean they already were like a big choir, which is silly to begin with. So mm-hmm. like at that point you kind of got to double down on it. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And they did like another like. It, I wouldn't call the music similar to Counting Crows, but I'd call like the vibe similar. Like mm-hmm. I could see them touring together, and I'd be like, "Yeah, that makes sense." Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. And also, uh, another difference is that uh, Adam Duritz is our best friend, as you guys mm-hmm. can see from a picture on our Instagram. Whereas <laughs> we meet we up really every week, the three of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. So wait, what did Consequence of Sound say about that song? It says, "New metal." Oh wait, that's not. Here we go. Uh, not that I'm hip to Three Doors Down trivia, but according to their Wikipedia, this song's about a kid addicted to cocaine. I'm hardly one to endorse a drug of any sort, but judging from the way he repeats the chorus for about 46 minutes, singer Brad Arnold really, really has it in for this guy. Me? 
I've never known anyone who snorted China White to be this epic of a failure. Problematic, sure. Whatever the case, I think Arnold's a little too hyperbolic here. I mean, come on, read this line with a straight face. Addiction needs a pacifier. The buzz of this poison is taking me higher. Wait, that's a line in the song? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Does he confuse oh, Coke with Molly? <laughs> I don't think he Like the pacifier talk? <laughs> I think he thinks that uh, it's the same as drinking like four monsters or something. <laughs> <laughs> this like sounds like a guy who's like intimidated by like those sorts of drugs, like they're like mm, I don't know, for like, sure big city drugs or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like yeah, yeah, <laughs> big city. I mean, yeah. they're too big city for me. I don't touch that shit. Wait, speaking of consequences, before we keep going to the songs, there's something I wanted to mention, which is that they, uh, a member of this band. Uh, was charged with vehicular homicide. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. defend that. So defend uh, that sort I of I should have uh, really brushed up on their personal lives before yeah. I came here. It's funny because uh, in the Wikipedia it says that, and then there's a link to vehicular homicide. Just like you, you would want to research. Yeah, if I want to know what that is. I was like on the train over here just like listening to their songs, like, yeah, I think I'm ready for this. And then I had forgotten about the Trump inauguration. And as you were oh, playing that boy. at the start, I was like, yep, should have definitely, yeah, should have read, <laughs> read about that. At least. You know what's so funny to me is that the, a guy from this band committed vehicular homicide, the most boring type of murder. It was just like, oh, it could have been an accident. Yeah, I guess that is the most. Because, uh, yeah, it could have been an accident. Whereas, like, if you smother somebody with a pillow, you know, yeah, there's you a probably story meant to do that. Mm. Um, I found. Uh, if Matthew Broderick can do it, it's the most boring form of murder. <laughs> Damn. It's, oh, a, it's the one that most celebrities get like a freebie on. Like Most celebrities, yeah. you can hit somebody with your car, and it's just like, all right. I think Laura Bush did. Yeah, Laura Bush really? did Really? Yeah. We know Caitlyn Jenner did. And I mean, mm. Chappaquiddick in theaters now. Yes. So What is that? As uh, Ted, Ted Kennedy. Kennedy yeah. yeah, he oh, drove his okay. car into a, into a river or something and left a lady in there. Oh, my God. That yeah. sucks. Politicians <laughs> can do anything. That's, uh, that's <laughs> so, crazy. In this interview with uh, with Brad, this woman said, Todd has had his problems with addictions and the vehicular homicide charge. <laughs> <laughs> Lumping those together as if, like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, one night he did a little too much cocaine and killed someone with his car. <laughs> yeah. He's had his problems. And then he goes, and then he says the same thing. He goes, Todd has had his problems, but he's my brother. <laughs> he fucking killed a guy. Yes. <laughs> Somebody's dead because of his car. Boys will like, be boys. <laughs> yeah, to quote Barsaki, who among us <laughs> has not killed I a man? I almost said that earlier. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, uh, who among us? <laughs> well, I found, I want to see, um, there was a reasoning for why they did the inauguration that made me laugh, but I, I think I clicked out of the thing, which kind of sucks. Uh, but oh, here we go. Uh, the, it says that the reason that they uh, did the inauguration, uh, three doors uh, have that gods uh, have that god guns and country black and white sort of point of view, and they spend a lot of time going to Iraq doing service, playing for the troops. They believe it, and that's just the way they see America. It's pretty hard to argue with. You say, what about the nuances? What about the, what about the gray areas? And they say. No, no. God, (laughs) guns, America is the greatest country on earth. They stick to that viewpoint. I think they spend a lot of time going to Iraq. Like it's that—that's their hobby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're just we gonna go hang out in Iraq. <laughs> the roads are way more empty out there. Uh, the Instagram uh, bio of the guitarist is uh, guitarist from Three Doors Down, Navy veteran, CrossFit, sober. If supporting Trump offends you, just save yourself some time and move along. Oh, Thanks. 
You move along. <laughs> Which is the inspiration for the All-American Redux. <laughs> so did the Trump administration build their strategy around three doors down strategy oh, or maybe. the other way around? That is a good question. Maybe yeah. they just saw these guys and they were like, yeah, these guys seem to really have a grip on a, a large <laughs> a large chunk of our if country. If I go crazy, then maybe I will just build a wall. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Let's uh, let's go to Facebook for a bit here. Some people agreed with you that uh, they have some bangers. I think uh, people like Kryptonite for the most part. Mm-hmm. Although I, I think it was Brandon Ream who said the su- that Superman song dominated rock radio the entire summer it came out, and I could not hate them more. Oh wow! Well, uh, our friend uh, friend of the podcast John Bellantini says their career second act was a National Guard commercial. That's more depressing than state fairs. Also, I was about to say I liked Cumbersome, but that's Seven Mary Three. Uh, <laughs> my only positive memory of them isn't even their song. Damn. Uh, let's see. Somebody's got to be there saying they're great, right? Um, yeah, I'm looking at something else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael Brucey says, I can't imagine anyone ever being like, you know what I need to listen to right now? Three Doors Down. Calling them the vanilla ice cream of music is an insult to how delicious vanilla ice cream is. They're like ice cream before you put any flavor in it. Just frozen milk that no one would ever choose. Damn. Jesus. (laughs) Damn, looks rattled. These people got families. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, then it turns into a fight in the comments. Uh, Mike Christine says, great analogy because frozen milk is always a choice. And Abruzzi says, thanks, Mike. Always appreciate your support. And then Racine says, dude, don't go crying like a bitch because I beat you with logic. I want Italians uh, off our Facebook. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> Who else was on there besides Racine? Uh, is there Brucey. another Italian? Oh, yeah, get out of here, Abruzzi. <laughs> I forgot that he's Italian. Listen They're so different. Abruzzi. <laughs> uh Oh, my God. Max Bruno said... To put it in perspective, I, in 2009, as the decade changed, I made a list of, like, the best stuff of like the decade. I did like movies, Ooh. albums, and then I did a, a list of singles. And Kryptonite was number one. Number one. It was, what was number, number two. Uh, I forget what. I think it might have been like Wake Up by Arcade Fire because I was like super into them when I was like eighteen or nineteen. Nice. And it's a so great song. yeah, it's a great that song. Awesome. And it, like that that album that is still, I think, my pick for like the best album of the two thousands. Funerals, like my part on like. Did favorite. you vote in my famous Twitter poll about the Arcade Fire albums? I don't think I did. I, I and usually I'm all oh, over your album polls, wild. man. I was what, there for the whole study. I was there for the mountains. Let me, just, let like, me find the. It was just like the the your favorites the or? good the good arcade fire albums. Which one's the best? Let me see. And it was very tightly contested. I remember. Damn, I find it. I'm yeah. a I'm torn on that one. I'm a funeral guy. I think because like they're all nostalgic. So yeah, we all have that. And like I don't know. I feel like just like the surprise of that album, and it's like super tight too. It's like I love minutes funeral. Long. Yeah. Uh, I gotta think about this first. Kind of guy who laughs at a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Don't understand what I mean. You're a dumbass. It's pretty simple. What I just said. <laughs> uh, damn it! I, w- I gotta think about this. This is so tricky because funeral is probably oh wow my favorite these too. Results. I do okay. so the suburbs though. I decided that the three good albums by Arcade Fire are Funeral, Neon Bible, Neon Bible, and the Suburbs. Those yeah, are the only three fair. options. Yeah. You nobody would. Oh wait, wait, wait! You didn't include. Uh, oh, you said the suburbs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Nobody, I don't think, would include Reflector. Yeah, Reflector or that Reflector new one. Sucks. And then yeah. everything now. There's a couple songs that are great. Yeah. I didn't like like anything on Reflector. Okay, so this these were the results coming in last with twelve percent. 
Neon Bible. Funeral. Bullshit. <laughs> really? Neon Bible is like third for me for sure. Neon Bible second with 41 and the suburbs with a whopping 47. That's bullshit. I want to see. Yeah, that's why. I actually, th- I think Funeral, then Suburbs, then Neon, Bi- Neon Bible for yeah. me. Because, oh man, there's just so much good stuff on Funeral. Neon Bible was the first one I listened by them, uh, listened to by them as well. But like I, you know, Funeral just got me for whatever mm. reason. Neon Bible is the only Black Mirror I listen to. <laughs> <laughs> Which one has in the in the back seat or whatever it's called? That's funeral. Oh, I love that song. Yeah. This is the best album. Yeah, Come on. It's great. It's got all the neighborhoods <laughs> it on it. It's oh, got Wake it. Up. It's yeah, it's a great Yeah, so great good. Album. All right. Anybody who said otherwise, fuck off. <laughs> That's my take. That's my takeaway. Uh let's see. Um <laughs> Dandry says if you don't really pay attention to the lyrics, they sound like every Christian band. <laughs> uh <laughs> Somebody begged me to read a comment, and I'm gonna wait um, until we play the song that relates to it. I don't know if you saw what I'm talking about. All right, uh, let's. Uh, should we keep this playlist going? Wait, really quick. I just want to do it. So, so you're you're a big weird Twitter guy. Yeah. Uh, you were just at the Shorty Awards. I was. Can you can yeah. you give us a scoop before oh, we yeah, get to the playlist? Oh yeah, tell us about the yeah, Shorty yeah. Awards. Wasn't uh, uh, the Adam Pally like? Didn't he have like a meltdown at the? Yeah, I was. I was like sitting right there for that, and that was awesome. That was the funniest thing. Yeah, because he was saying what everyone was thinking, which was like, "This is ridiculous." Like Backpack Kid won an award. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like fuck Jerry won something. Yeah, fuck who, who, who are we just doing? steals. Yeah, like, Jerry I don't just understand. takes other people's posts and reposts yeah. them. Yeah, uh, my my category was quite uh, un- announced in a very undignified way. Uh, what was your category? Uh, best and weird. So yeah. it was, nice. uh, I was nominated alongside like uh, like the Share Zone, which is one of my favorite accounts on the internet. And then um, the winner was Poppy, who's like this musician slash. Like YouTube person, she does like all this stuff. She's like kind of like a robot or something. I don't know. I'm not super familiar with her work, but she won, and they showed her acceptance speech via video during the intermission. And so I was just kind of like, "Oh, I guess I lost." Yeah. <laughs> they, they didn't even announce yeah, it. Yeah, they didn't even That's announce it. So at that so point, funny. I was just like, uh, "More wine," because my plan <laughs> oh, was yeah. to just take advantage of every free thing that I could. Before Did you get a bunch of free wine? Ton of free wine. A like a, a ton of free, like a free selfie light for Ooh. my for my phone. I don't really do what does that, that mean? but. It's like a light. It's like very soft lighting. Oh. I was literally picturing like a light beer, like <laughs> <laughs> selfie light. This is how my brain has been warped. It's definitely the type of place where they try to like sell a beer called selfie light <laughs> yeah. or something. Uh, but yeah, so like Adam Pally's thing made so much sense because like I sat down at my table and like you know I'm sitting there and I like was talking to the people who were seated with me. And the people across me were, like, two nice folks who do, like, social media for Nickelodeon and, like, mm. were nominated on, like, the brand end of it, which doesn't get announced live, but they all get to come to the dinner. Um, and then there was this lady who does, like, a travel blog, and she and her husband were very sweet. And the lady next to me, uh, she worked for a guy who was nominated that couldn't be there, uh, and they were nominated for activism for her work in trying to stop child sex trafficking. Wow. And nice. so then she was like, what do you do? <laughs> and I was like, I have a wolf themed Twitter account. <laughs> uh, nice. That is doing all right, I guess. Yeah. I, I'm not sure how to feel about it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, so, like, once we like confronted that, like, the whole table, I feel like loosened up because we were all just like, this is ridiculous. Like, what is this just, lady? Like, she, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. doing real stuff. And it's like in the middle of all of it, uh, the activism category happens, and Erica Garner, Eric Garner's daughter, mm-hmm. uh, posthumously won the award. Wow! And so the the guy who accepted for her went up and gave this like dynamite speech about like police brutality and like racism, 
And then they were like, all right, now here's the best Instagram musician. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it was just, yeah, it was like, by the time Adam Pally got up there, everyone was kind of ready for some sort of, like, release to that. Because Did people, like, cheer? When um, it, like, what was it? Was it tense? Or yeah, what was the vibe? It, was, it seems tense. It was pretty tense in the room. Our table was laughing, but we were also in the back. Because um, um, the front is where they seated, like, all the high-profile people and a lot of, like... Was the, the Fat Jew there? Fat Jew was not there. At least wow. not that I saw. I feel they like I would have seen him, too, because he would have been wearing some big, crazy costume. I saw him at the Knicks game once. Yeah, it's he's got the tall hair and stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. He definitely wants you to see him. It was uh, Spencer Pratt was there and went up after Adam Pally and like tried to... Yeah, like, I like Spencer Pratt. <laughs> he tried to like counter-roast him, and that didn't get anything either, because he was like, he's like, you got to be positive, not like Adam. And like I think he was expecting the room to go like, yeah! Ooh. But like the room was just like... All right, man. Like, <laughs> you're not great. Like, yeah. You're, like, you're not the person we want to hear this from. But like during he was like he got some laughs at the top when he was like just kind of lightly going in, like calling it like the waiting at the DMV of awards yeah. shows. And then when he said, "I'm worried about backpack kid," I just started losing it because it was so <laughs> funny. Because yeah, the kid comes up wearing these giant shoes, like they were these like big like probably two or three feet long a foot wide like puffy shoes. shoes yeah and he, when he, they were just like slippers basically like you know oh, like novelty slippers yeah. and he took them off and he had another set of puffy shoes under them Ugh. that was smaller and i was just like you are like 14 or 15 like go be a child yeah like, it was uh i like talked to the kid later that night because i was i was drunk and being a little bit of a dick i was like <laughs> i told my friend i was like get a picture of me in this backpack kid <laughs> <laughs> what a weird place to be drunk, like surrounded by the fucking internet. Dude, yeah, that's a nightmare to me. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty so much bad. at a certain point of the night. I was like, there is absolutely no one here that does any work that I want to be involved yeah. with. Yeah. <laughs> so, and everyone he was here to make fun of it with me has left. So oh, it's God. like oh, that's uh, brutal. Because there were like a couple people there who do like uh like like comedy stuff as well, but uh they like all kind of split pretty quickly, and I pretty quickly also realized why because mm-hmm. it was you know it was one. Of, it's like an industry thing for like just this like marketing world that I like don't want to be a part yeah. of it at all um and so yeah i like went to get a picture with this kid i was like talking to him, i was like is it weird to have like millions of fans when you're 15 just because like what do you mean and i was just like all right that's, yeah. Yeah, that's all you Isn't know that that's <laughs> yeah anybody who doesn't is kind of a failure <laughs> <laughs> so the reason one of the reasons i brought that up is i i looked up brad arnold quotes and they read like a weird twitter account i mean maybe it's just yeah, the yeah, one this website it. selected uh so i'm just gonna read these in order these are all real it's not one of my crazy bits. <laughs> crazy. Uh, pretty soon we're going home to a lot of bad things. After the show in Virginia, they laid all the food out and it covered the entire floor. That makes you proud right there. <laughs> what? Chris, our guitar player, has eight feet of water in his house. <laughs> what does that mean? Wait, like it's flooded? <laughs> the, the, the kids tend to be younger and don't have as much driving experience. <laughs> Where are you finding these? It, what initial reports are that the Saturn failed to stop at a stop sign or just didn't see the truck coming and pulled out in front <laughs> oh of it. Oh, God. no. It was always an honor to play the event. Dick Clark is a great guy. Those are all the quotes <laughs> that this website has. One of those Brad is from Arnold. a deposition for <laughs> sure. Oh, my God. <laughs> Our guitarist has eight feet of water in his house. It's so funny to oh me. <laughs> Without context, it's so funny. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, another quote here that I thought was funny because it it goes in line with how boring they are. This person uh, from the website Three Doors Down Web dot dot com uh, interviewed the band, and uh, it just says interview with Three Doors Down, and. Uh, 
this guy's asking him questions and they're all one cent like short answers he's so short with this kid he goes, i assume it's a kid but it's probably an old man it's a uh it's a man named mike farley's interviewing matt roberts and uh he says uh uh, do you guys get tired of playing Kryptonite? The guy says, uh, no, the crowd usually makes it interesting. Which I don't even know what that means. Uh, and then he goes, uh, D-d-d-d-d. Oh, I think I know it. Sometimes when they do it live, the live version, uh, he lets the crowd sing Whoa at the end. Oh, oh that's, that's, so, yeah, that's pretty, pretty interesting. <laughs> they might mix it up with a hey. Yeah, who's to say, man? It's in the crowd's hands now. <laughs> this is, uh, one of my favorite. Crouch does hey. <laughs> it just says, do you have any funny stories from the road? And then Matt says, Every day is fun. I live with a bunch of characters. Nothing else. Oh, God. <laughs> no See, stories. they're so fucking that is so This does sound like the bus door closes and all their heads just sink down. <laughs> yeah. Like and that like, damn robot girl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they, yeah, they just like, you know, reactivate when they reach another town in Florida. Well, he looks <laughs> like he shops at the truck stops along the way. Yeah, yeah. He just wears His like, whole wardrobe is from that. None of the shirts mean anything. It's just it like skull. Like... Yeah, the one we saw, it's the skull yeah. with the American flag transposed yeah. onto it. Like, what? <laughs> You're a grown Here's man. America loves answer. skulls. Hell yeah. <laughs> yes. Skulls are pretty sick. That, I mean, we should make that our flag. <laughs> we as a country, I think, can all agree that skulls are incredibly cool. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, you just united the nation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, are you or any of the band members into sports? We play golf. <laughs> oh, of course. That's why they're in that seventeen hole. <laughs> these guys, I feel like these guys would have like passionate feelings about some baseball team or something. Yeah. Or like the NFL, and oh my god, thank god I, if, they if, aren't if into the, baseball. Are they active right now? Because I feel like they'd have written a song about like all the kneeling stuff at this point. Oh, I bet you're right, but I don't. I don't yeah, think they I don't know. I'm sure that guy's put up a weird Instagram post about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I wonder if we can find one. Is it, <laughs> do you think they have Instagram? Well, I read that one guy's bio. Uh, oh, nice. The one with eight feet of water in his house. Maybe find an Instagram of that. <laughs> of like, of like I would him love to in see like that. a uh, in like floaties, <laughs> in a flooded basement with no explanation. <laughs> It's just how I like it. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, wait, wait! Oh no, that is just water that's it, coming out of bark. They're he doing. Posted. They're doing VH1 cribs. <laughs> oh god! He has a picture of just a gun in front of the Trump. Oh boy! Uh, sticker. Yeah, that's Jesus. rough. Oh Brad, why Brad? Why you? Oh, what animal is this? Oh, a little baby bunny. That's pretty cool. We can all agree that that <laughs> hey, that's pretty fun. Uh, da, da, da. I really want to find what he's all about, you know. Besides, just like uh, a post that'll reveal a little bit of what's going on behind the eyes here. Yeah, there's a lot of guns in here, which is pretty fun, you know. Yeah, I I feel like these guys probably would have taken the old Second Amendment left turn at some point in their career because I feel mm-hmm. like at the start they were just singing goofy songs about Superman and you yeah. know kind of breakupy stuff. And then I think, like a lot of bands, they probably realize, like, oh, there's money to be made to continue being the go-to song at every Wisconsin mall. For sure. And I think they were just like, all right, like, let's lean in, boys. Like, well, you know what's so funny though is like they get. I feel like they do well, but still, like, like I read that uh, there was a Reddit thread, like, let's let's show these libtards how much we love 
three doors yeah, down. Yeah, and then every comment in it is just talking about another band that they like. <laughs> and like three doors down is pro military, like all these other bands I really like. You yeah, know what I mean? Like no yeah, one really likes them. That's so funny. Even in the like, let's show these libtards, people be like, Yeah, three doors down is kinda like this band I actually enjoy. <laughs> Maybe it's a great time to support the genre. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In defense of the genre, I say anything once said. I'm your emo bitch here to talk uh, about <laughs> Ooh, here's something uh from that interview. Uh, the question this guy's not a good interviewer. It just says Kryptonite has been a huge hit. What's the song about? Uh, and the answer is a father figure, someone that somebody looks up to. And they're asking the question, you know, you look up to me. What if I slip up? What if that person does something bad and damages that image? Kryptonite is the Hits bad thing. somebody with their car. Yeah, yeah. You know, a little slip up. Uh, this was the Frost Nixon of our time. <laughs> says, Kryptonite is the bad thing. And if you do that bad thing, will that person still look at you in the same light? It's a tough question. From both angles. Wow. <laughs> Man, that really ruined that song. Yeah. <laughs> I don't love that that's the only answer that's over a sentence long. <laughs> uh, I know. That's it. Like, that's when he decides to like be, you know, super wordy with thing. his response. Yeah, what's the bad that thing? something a pedophile would say about... You know what I mean? I feel like, like it's just like, there's something in my past that if my son were to ever see, he yeah. might not look at father he's, the same way anymore. still look up to me? <laughs> if I'm crazy and I run over an innocent yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's hear some more uh, three oh, doors man. down here. Whoops, red light. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> His car's just slipping. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is here without oh, you. This sounds exactly the same as the Kryptonite. Hundred days have made me older since the last time that I saw your pretty face. A thousand lives have made me colder, and I don't think it's, I it's, can it's look just at this the same. This is like to, to let you know what kid we're working with here. My favorite movie at the time was the John Travolta Punisher film. Wow! Oh, I so, don't that remember existed. that. Yeah, I didn't it even was, see that. It was rough. It, <laughs> um, it's not worth revisiting. It's not bad enough to be good, but it's not good enough to be good either. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah. It was like, and it was full of music like this. Like, I don't know. I didn't like grow up it's in like so a gun strange. country type place or anything like that, and I like never had any desire to like reach into that culture. But like, this music just really got me for some yeah, reason. Interesting. <laughs> I mean, I was into some of this. Like, I remember liking Loser, and I liked this. I liked uh, When I'm Gone when I'm was gone. my other favorite. Yeah, that's another one that I would I would say is doesn't necessarily hold up because like this whole genre doesn't really like hold up, so to speak. But like, I would say like if you are looking for like a rock song from the 2000s, like it's not a bad example and not a bad one to have to like revisit. It is crazy how totally out of fashion this style is now. Like, yeah. You oh yeah. Like you could. I mean, Daughtry, I guess, but like even he's. But not that was big. like 2009. That's right. Yeah. It feels so recent. The guitar like quietly died over the last like five or six years. Yeah. Like, this 
this type look, of guitar for sure. Yeah, yeah, like rock in general, like you know, because the in indie the stuff's been going yeah, for a yeah, while. Course, but yeah, yeah, like heavy electric guitar is just not in music anymore. Unless St. Vincent's doing it. Yeah, that's true. But uh, yeah, I remember when I was reading a lot of feedback about Jesus Christ Superstar because <laughs> that's who I am. <laughs> yeah, someone was like, "This is like the biggest." mainstream rock guitar usage there's been in this decade and i was like oh yeah. shit that's like true and then it's like point. it's like jack white kept doing his thing we just saw him yeah yeah it was uh Saturday Night Live. yeah oh, that was super fun damn. it's uh he's like he he kind of just kept doing like rock and blues mm-hmm. stuff but it's like yeah it's like into that like blues kind of like old country americana thing it doesn't yeah. really it's nothing like you know this stuff I just want to see if they if Three Doors Down ever played SNL. I just thought. Oh, good question. Oh man, I I I'll say real fast. I've looked up the song facts for uh, for Here Without You. Lead singer Brad Arnold says he wrote this song with his now ex wife as inspiration. He didn't write it for her. There's a difference. He laughs when he talks about how wrong he was with his declaration of when the last one falls when all is uh, said and done. But then, who can possibly predict the future? The song's just about being away from someone or missing them, he clarifies. And it really doesn't matter if you're here without them for all day or all month. It's just a kind of about the lonely and missing. This is what it says. It says it's just kind of about the lonely and missing of somebody. But people kind of take that sort of as a little bit of a sad song. Yeah. Of course. You just said is the he, word lonely. He's just weird, dumb. Yeah. yeah. And in a way, I kind of made it as a happy song. And the reason being because it's like talking about being here without you. <laughs> Oh my god! But she's still, but she's still with me in my dreams. He just says the lyrics. <laughs> I feel like this is a guy trying to like reconcile like a uh, somewhat vulnerable, you know, vulnerable in heavy quotes, but like trying to reconcile that with like his tough guy image, where he's just like. I don't know, like, I'm lonely, but I'm not, like, a bitch. (laughs) I'm not kidding. He keeps just kind of saying the lyrics. He goes, uh, she's still with me in my dreams. And tonight, it's only you and me. So the song was really just about that dream and being in a state of peace. Because you've got that person there with you in your sleep. (laughs) And in that way, I kind of meant for it to be a little bit of a happy song. You never know. He keeps talking in circles. Yeah. You truly never know when you're going to have a nasty, that nasty sex dream about so your ex-wife. <laughs> God, that reminds that's great. You of, have you seen this? I'll read it. This famous uh, interview with the guy from with Serge Tankin from System of a Down about Chop Suey. Uh-huh. So they ask him what it's about, and he goes, yeah, I just realized it was time to wake up. You know, grab a brush and put a little makeup. <laughs> Hide the scars to fade away the shake-up, you know? <laughs> Why did you leave the keys upon the table? <laughs> Here you go, create another fable. And then the interview goes, you wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, so did you find, did they, have they played SNL? <laughs> no, no. the first video when you search Three Doors Down Saturday Night Live is just a guy going, Three Doors Down Saturday Night, like a cell phone video of them playing on a Saturday night. <laughs> nice. All right. Shall we listen to When I'm Gone? They won't, they won't do well on the show. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Did you guys meet Lauren this weekend? <laughs> I, I don't believe him. so. I didn't, yeah. I didn't see him. I was oh, yeah. I was flustered by having seen John Hamm. Yeah. yeah, John Hamm kept walking by our table. Yeah. It was cool at first, weird at fourth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was kind of doing laps around yeah. the room. He was probably drunk. <laughs> Got him. Seen that way. <laughs> There's another world inside of me. There's a lot of talk about secrets, like now bad thing. Yeah, like now that we're looking in deep, the talk of the secrets and the bad thing and the loneliness. 
I feel like this guy's got like some sort of like real deep-seated issue that he just it's gonna like come out at the end of his life. Maybe I'm just like a citizen pain just confessed to a crime. Citizen soldier. Yeah, <laughs> citizen soldier. This is the part of the commercial for the Marine movie where the Marines are Nice. I remember that. <laughs> Hell yeah. It says, although the lyrics don't have anything to do with the Army or war, the music video is dedicated to all the men and women serving in the U.S. military. This is where they, I think they were starting to realize, like, yeah. we love the troops. It's like, obviously, go ahead and support the troops. Yeah. Uh, they're doing good work out there. But, like, how lame of a cash grab is it to dedicate yeah. a video that has nothing to do with it? Nickelback did do the same thing, because I remember there was this video Nickelback had out, uh, and I was like just old enough to start making fun of these like types of things. Like yeah. I was kind of aging out of it, because they had this music video where it, it was for one of their popular songs, and it was not about firemen at all. Yeah. Uh, but it, the music video was a fireman going, uh, he kisses his wife goodbye, and he goes off to fight a big forest fire, uh, and he gets trapped under a big flaming log and dies, and you're just like, oh no, and at the end, he comes out of the forest uh, and returns to his wife Hell and he's all yeah. covered in soot and it's just like for firefighters nice that's awesome yeah i had, I had a similar thing. i was drinking with all my buddies one night and then i like went out to get more beer and it turns out i hadn't put a screen on the fireplace that right yeah and <laughs> i come home turns out my kids burned alive yeah. <laughs> and the best part is we had just taken insurance out on them <laughs> Uh, there's a just to remind me of like a military cash grab there's a famous story of I won't name him but a Chicago comedian uh, asking the audience at the Laugh Factory get, to give a standing ovation for the troops and then getting off stage as if the standing <laughs> ovation was for him <laughs> like oh thank you guys so much <laughs> oh my god that's <laughs> one great. of my favorite that's things so yeah. funny um so that was when I'm gone. I just realized there's a weird turn in that song where he says, and I won't tell you a damn thing that I could not tell my family. Yes. Yeah. What is that? I noticed that when I was listening earlier. Was you like, should probably have some things you tell your partner that not your maybe fans. you don't tell your fans. But then again, he's so dumb. It's like he probably just spills it all out. Yeah. This is uh, the song facts that says, when I'm gone does not necessarily mean when I'm gone in a permanent sense. <laughs> When Brad Arnold wrote this song, the subject he had in mind was unconditional love. For when Ugh. you're removed from your loved ones by miles or time or other obstacles. Or a prison for the crimes that have finally <laughs> caught up with you. Uh, it's, it, this is him. It says, it's asking a question. Just please love me when I'm gone, said the lead singer. What? He does, not, it again? he does it again? And not just like when I'm dead and gone, but when I'm going to come back. Oh, my God. And that's kind of one thing it's about. But at the same time, it's kind of about unconditional love. <laughs> he is so fucking dumb. It's a lot of different statements. It's asking of the person in that song. And it's just like the fulfillment of those different needs for every situation that it mentions. So I guess that song is just about needing someone really to be there for you unconditionally and when you're gone. <laughs> he wow. slides it in one last time at the end. so dumb. Unbelievable. Uh, wow. Mike Racine wrote us a song, ba- oh, a song parody. <laughs> should I read this or should I just sure. not? All right. I just know that we, the people of Stand By Your Band, the the co-hosts, and I assume Dan, I'm going to include Dan on this too. Those the three of us in this room don't condone this, but Mike did text me separately to ask me to read this. Uh, so it's hold me because I'm queer, kiss me on my shawl. <laughs> you can be the bear, and I will suck your dog. 
<laughs> you can put your cum right inside of me, and then we can go and drink each other's pee. Oh, that's so, nice for me. That was nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like yeah. The it's, end. Nice, it's nice for you. <laughs> I'm sorry I laughed all the way through that. It probably annoyed some people. But uh, yeah, it's just an absurd thing to say. <laughs> What a good song. Good job, Mike. If you like that or hate it, uh, follow Mike Christine. Why not? He can probably <laughs> use the help. <laughs> he's a good, uh, he's funny. <laughs> he's a good man. Um, all right. Let's, uh, let's listen to It's Not My Time. You're never going to kill me. This was during, like, they had turned hard into, like, the military stuff. For some reason, I like this one more. I think it moves better. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely more upbeat. It seems like it's apologizing for a less serious crime. <laughs> I like this guitar, too. <laughs> this song was originally written for the remake of the movie The Poseidon Adventure. <laughs> oh, with Fergie? <laughs> I think that's... Is that right? I think she was in it, right? That's so Am I crazy? I don't remember that. that. I just heard the song and never watched the movie. Oh, I like to check. That's the one about a boat sinks, right? Yeah, and the Three Doors Down had a violent reaction. Oh hearing God. about that boat sinking. It says, <laughs> I feel like they did they have a violent reaction to everything. Okay. Any tragedy, real or fictional. So it says in the movie they're just trying to escape their death and there's a ship sinking. They showed me like a 30 second clip of the movie and I went and wrote that song from it. No. <laughs> he just is singing about the part where he's it's not my time, I'm not going. <laughs> wow. Fergie isn't decided. <laughs> he went upbeat with it too. Like the one super upbeat Three Doors Down song. He says, I wrote Let Me Go off of 17 Days for Spider-Man, and they didn't want it, so we kept it. <laughs> Spider-Man didn't want his song? <laughs> well, because they, uh, they took Hero by Chad Kroger. And they say that a hero can save us. Oh, that's a great song. Yeah, uh, my dad loves that song. There's a clip of, uh, of, of Brad uh, responding when... Uh, after he uh, wrote the song and somebody asked uh, what uh, what it was going to be for, I like Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, deep cut from uh, what is that movie? That's from uh, Knocked, Knocked up. up. That's right. <laughs> Have we talked about the Slender Man thing on here? We probably don't need to. <laughs> um, I'm too busy watching Fergie's scenes from Poseidon on mute. <laughs> nice. This is the Poseidon Adventure, I should say. Um, I don't oh, know if they're different, different things. Yeah, it can't. It be. might be a. Different Can there be thing. two Poseidon? I think, I think the original was called Poseidon, Poseidon Adventure. Oh. But in the last fifteen years, could there be two movies with no, Poseidon? No, no way. No. Then I, again, it, movies do come in pairs like that. I think because there's one. I think in like the sixties or seventies, it was called the Poseidon Adventure because my parents talked about it. When yeah, it yeah. Wait, why is this part of the song facts for this? It says. Um, it says parkour, sometimes called free running, although the <laughs> latter is actually somewhat different, is a physical discipline, sometimes called a modern day martial art originating in France. It, it can be summed up as acrobatics meet assault courses, whereas free running is. What does this have to do with this song? It Maybe the doesn't music video say like, ever. involved parkour. Oh, or something. it must have. Okay, that has to be it. Because it just goes on to describe parkour for the rest of the thing. That is so funny. Man. 
Oh, that's what it is. They're in the music video. They're doing parkour. <laughs> they're really going for the trend. That is really great. They're like people love the troops and they love urban free running. <laughs> I know that this is not what you guys are thinking about, but it's very. If you look up the Fergie scenes of Poseidon and watch them on mute, it's all just water going. Like it's all this crazy. Like Fergie's not in any of the shots. Really, <laughs> it's just like water going against a boat. And it doesn't seem like anyone's talking. <laughs> so check that out. Yeah, <laughs> check like, yeah. it out. I think the yeah, I think the whole thing is the boat like turns upside down. Oh, there's a whole bunch of water coming in that room. It's look, it's like the guitarist's house. Yeah, it's <laughs> eight say, feet of water. He has eight <laughs> feet of water now. <laughs> this is away from the sun. A little treat for us is we're watching the Poseidon adventure clips while this This plays. should have been the music video. Nice. Just this a bunch of people drowning. <laughs> it's the exact sort of dumb thing I can watch a million times. Oh no, the boat's going down. And also as a lifelong Titanic fan. This seems like Titanic with an attitude. Yeah, right? It seemed like someone was like, all right... Like whatever happens, it's popular. Like an executive points out the wrong part of it, and is like, "That's what we need to recreate." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when Transformers came out, and it was just like a big explosion movie, and they were like, "No, it's the toys. We need to make more movies about toys." And now we've seen ten years of movies about like every Yeah, and Ouija boards had their own. Movies. I loved Ouija. <laughs> was it good? I thought it was great, but I like that more movies. Yes. Yeah, so if you like that. But yeah, it's like I feel like. Just capturing America's yeah. heart right now. That's 12 minutes of the ending. Yeah. It really does feel like it's the video for this. <laughs> it's a different song, too. It's just if you play any song and oh, watch a video yeah. on mute, it just becomes <laughs> that, you know? Um, for this song, it says, lead singer Brad Arnold told us, Away from the Sun is just about those days. <laughs> a really important little short phrase is at the beginning of the chorus. It says, now again, I found myself so far down. You know what I mean? It's like, no. yet again, I've fallen. <laughs> That's a really not, important phrase. <laughs> it's not like, just once you're in a hole. It's like, here I am again. You watch the kid in the video, it's over and over. He's at the bottom again. It's like every time he crawls back up, someone just pushes him down. And for about a two to three year period of my life, I just really felt like that. I didn't even feel like climbing up the hill anymore. Because every time I climbed up, somebody was going to push me back down. it. And that song is just a reflection of that time period of my life. And thank God it's over. But I just felt away from the sun. <laughs> wow. He repeats himself so, so much funny. in these interviews. Really oh my it. God, this video... Is this really him? It's just a little boy <laughs> oh trying God. to climb up a he hill. He directed this. Okay, well, or he wrote this video. There's something going on here because he's getting laughed at by like three schoolgirls. Yeah, it's very weird. And he the- wrote this video apparently. Oh wow! Yeah, so the video is this like young kid dressed like a. Oh, and the oh, band and- is throwing <laughs> rocks at the kid. Child. He wrote that. He's like, and I have integrity. We used real rocks. None of these and then, to, of and the then guys... Rob Hayes is there for some reason. <laughs> wow, you're gonna have to watch this video and know who Rob Hayes is. To, <laughs> yeah, that's past Yeah, let's see here. Oh, oh there's a is that lady like a in Jesus white figure. Whoa, are you saying Jesus was a woman? Uh, it could have been. 
Why not? You got a problem with that? Oh, wow. Son of God. Something <laughs> happened at home. <laughs> Did you guys just see this this last clip here? His uh, A man in a wife beater uh, just walked past a woman in a white dress to push the boy all the way down the hill and then walked back towards her, like, waving his hand, like, fuck off. So I feel like, oh, boy, yeah, and there's a bunch of schoolgirls laughing school at him. Schoolgirls are mean. Disgusting. Yeah, yeah. I really hated that. It's there's, like a David Lynch thing, but it's... It uh, had a passion of the... Christ feel to it a little bit. I really hated it. It's just right. like that weird feeling of like someone who can't hide. Like, yeah, like it's just so I plainly that. bare that he's like, oh, you felt weird about girls in high school. Yeah, and your dad yeah, yeah. was mean. Like, that's... <laughs> Throw rocks at a child. Yeah. Oh, this is Citizen Soldier. This is 2005, baby. So weird. Sounds like an incubus, right? Yeah, yeah. I did have a friend growing up. Bragger. <laughs> he was super Republican. He was like the only like Republican among my friends. And this was like during the Bush years when like I feel like there were just Republicans about so weren't, like quietly hiding like now it's uh this kid was like very up so many times he was like a super right wing dude and like this song really like jive with us yeah yeah he did not join uh, any of the armed forces though as far as uh the, uh, the movie theater thing with the fucking theaters uh, Brad says he has yet to see his song slash video in a movie theater but Brad says that he's seen it once at the little premiere party we had for it that was it that was on a pretty small screen actually I've never seen it once I always tried to get there early and stuff and I always missed it he laughs <laughs> he's the stupidest guy in America <laughs> really he's a movie very <laughs> oh my god oh, so Anything good they've done was an accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is what oh, I'm gaining man. from these interviews. It's just like this dude's just honestly, it's astounding that, <laughs> that like he managed to string enough together like to have a music career. He, he is Homer, and we're all Frank Grimes. <laughs> like, serious? How are you doing this? Yeah. Wait, wait. I love that it's about the Coast Guard too. Because it's it, like I think there's gonna be an inevitable day when you're gonna need the Coast Guard. It's, yeah, when you try to make a homemade raft with your boys and you get lost at sea, think of your brothers and sisters. Guys, I'm thinking about joining the military. <laughs> I don't know. I suddenly how you feel, feel like really compelled to do it. It's like that other Simpsons yeah, episode. Yeah, Yvonne and the Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's about Charles Foster Soldier. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that was the playlist. That's all of them. Yeah. Damn. Interesting. What a, what a journey. Do you have any regrets about what you've done today? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I'm not going to lie. When I remembered they played the Trump inauguration, I immediately uh, was just like, uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> um, I, yeah, I can't really apologize for uh, for their politics enough. Um but uh, yeah, kryptonite's still a jam. The lives they've destroyed. <laughs> yeah. You know, the people who got hit by the cars and whoever the mysterious victims of the bad thing, <laughs> maybe. This is, why, yeah. this is why we got to have robot cars. <laughs> then we won't have to worry about that sort of thing. This, uh, 
unmanageable, uh, this uh, unavoidable thing that happened. <laughs> this <laughs> epidemic of celebrities running over people with their cars. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, I mean... No regrets on on uh, Kryptonite being a karaoke jam. That uh, I, I don't think that's going to change anytime fight soon. I you on that. Um, I, I'm trying to. I was looking up. Uh, I was looking up song facts for this, but nothing more interesting than we've already found. It, just more stupid for stuff from. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I think that's the biggest takeaway. Is this man is astoundingly dumb. I, <laughs> I had never heard a word that yeah. had come out of his mouth until today, and like it's genuinely fascinating to me. Like. He's in any given question they ask him. He says the name of the song. <laughs> Hold on, actually, I will read. Okay, because <laughs> he does it again. <laughs> so Brad says this song is a question. Uh, its question is kind of strange one. It's not just asking if I fall down, will you be there for me? Because it's easy to be there for someone when they're down, but it's not always easy to be there for somebody when they're doing good. And that's the question it's asking. What? It's like if I go crazy, will you still call me super? Oh my god! <laughs> it's asking if I'm down, will you still be there for me? But at the same time, if I'm alive and I'm well, will you be there holding my hand? That's kind of asking if I'm doing good, will you be there for me? <laughs> will you not be jealous of me? And maybe throughout the years of singing that song, I might have come up with more meanings for it than I actually might have originally had had. He laughs. The fact that he wrote the song when he was only 15 doesn't seem remarkable to Brad because he says every 15-year-old has those questions in their head. They might not know how to quite say it, or they might not feel like it's acceptable to say something. And the biggest thing that I've had as an honor to be able to do is to be able to say something. And after I say it, it's okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> after an artist says it, if a rock star says it, okay, it's fine. That really boils down to why rock and roll inspires pop culture He's trying to so get much. his courage up to talk or, about the bad thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or just music in general, not just rock and roll, because artists push the envelope and they go out on a limb to say something else. But it also comes with a responsibility. you got to watch what you say, because kids listen. And I try to watch what I say, too. Who? I don't what? think he does. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> what the hell is he ever talking about? That was a hell of a tent because kids <laughs> listen. May I quote Chris Tucker really quick? Oh, of course. Don't nobody understand the words <laughs> that are coming out of his mouth. <laughs> Man, oh, what wow. a what a jam. You know? I, I eagerly await whatever news story uh, comes out of <laughs> this guy. Because <laughs> yeah. it's going to be a doozy. There's... <laughs> You'll would... be the face of the. <laughs> he yeah. has his defenders, yeah. <laughs> like Shorty Award nominee Dan Sheehan. Yeah, just like a picture of me looking scared. <laughs> Seen here, approaching backpack kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, backpack kids, listen. <laughs> you need to watch it. All right, that was the playlist. Uh, Tommy, do you want to go first? You want to me too? Uh, I'll die. I don't remember who did. I like. Last time. I like talking to you, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you're a great man. Yeah, you're a good guy there, I Dan. Know, they just are so boring, and it's so nothing to me. And I, Kryptonite, obviously, yeah. I have some nostalgia for, but yeah, no, I just did not enjoy listening to it at all. <laughs> I don't know. I'll go. But they aren't as bad as like a band that actually makes me mad to listen to, like 311. Which, but that's almost just as bad yeah. as, you know. Well, you know what they say, Tom? The opposite of love is not hate. It's indifference. That's true. And I feel indifference towards this band. Which is the opposite of love. As the Lumineers said. (laughs) (laughs) Because of that, I am going to give them a quarter of a point for each song, Mm -hmm. putting them at 1.5 out of 6. But then, because it is my year of generosity, and even though they are the band of mediocrity, 
they'll be a 1.75 out of 6. A disgusting score, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> that is a low, low score, Dan. And you should feel bad about it. You've done the bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, am going to be a little more generous. Generous? <laughs> uh, That's the new show on ABC, right? <laughs> Oh man, uh, yeah. So I can't not give. I gotta give Kryptonite a full point. Um, but I think between here without you, when I'm gone, and uh, it's not my time, I can scrounge up another point. Talking <laughs> <laughs> about scrounging. Uh, the rest of it's dog shit. <laughs> Don't you ever touch a black man's radio? <laughs> Stop quoting Chris Tucker on this goddamn podcast. <laughs> I wish I could think of one more Chris Tucker quote, but I just can't. Um, I was in Silver Linings Playbook. <laughs> oh, was he? Oh, yeah. He was crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Great uh, job learning to dance, Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> that was his favorite I feel line. like that was his big line. Yeah. And he loved it so many times, they just left it in. Yeah. <laughs> they so just let him call her Jennifer Lawrence. I, for myself, would give this playlist a two. But because it is Tommy's year of generosity, that leaves me to be the bad guy. <laughs> Where I, to every yin, there's a yang. To every hall, there's an oats. To every dan, there's a backpack kid. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I am going to reduce my score one quarter, giving it a 1.75. This is a rare. We don't don't know if we've ever had the same one. Yeah. I really was going into this. I was really considered, I really thought two the whole time. So you brought us together, Dan. Yeah, Dan. (laughs) Yeah. Through your atrocities, <laughs> not unlike how 9-11 brought this country we together. We had a violent reaction to this playlist. <laughs> to beat the shit out of you after the, we turn off the mics. But, uh, Dan, what do you give this playlist? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm going to admit that, yeah, Citizen Soldier is not going to get any points. <laughs> um, Kryptonite's getting a full point out of me. Of course. Um, and then, of course, uh, When I'm Gone, Here Without You... And so I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say like a like a three points. I'm gonna give him. Holy shit! This was low, your pick. Low, low self esteem from Dan. <laughs> uh, really the interviews ruined here. some of the songs for me. <laughs> well, I'm glad you came on and ruined something you enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh well now I enjoy it for a whole different reason because I want to read the facts for every song oh, they've ever written. <laughs> for sure, he uh, does need to have like a long interview series. <laughs> you need the book to be written, yeah. and, it, and it ends the same way it begins, but I'm, not on purpose. I may need to stop calling them my favorite band of the 2000s and uh, start calling them a one-hit wonder or something. His book is like, so this is the introduction. It comes before the story, which I think is interesting because it's actually the beginning. And what- <laughs> uh, let's wrap this bad boy up. Dan, is there anything you want to plug there, buddy? Um, if you live in L.A., uh, We Still Like You L.A. is every third uh, Saturday of the month. And then, uh, yeah, if you're on Twitter, uh, my Twitter account is at It's Dan Sheehan. And then uh, I run a, a wolf-themed one called uh, Not a Wolf that's at Sick of Wolves. So Very funny, man. Hell yeah. I will be at Moon Tower in Austin, Texas Ooh. this Thursday through Saturday. Uh, I'm doing two shows with Nikki Glazer at Cap City. And uh, Friday we're doing some theater. And we're going to do a live episode of me and Nikki's show, You Up with Nikki Glazer, featuring Tom Takar. <laughs> <laughs> trying to slip that in there. Uh, I'll also be headlining the Comedy Attic in Bloomington, Indiana, May 3rd through the 5th, and I believe I'll be in New Orleans later that month, too, so check my calendar for dates, TomTakar.com, Tommy McNamara. Yeah, just go to my website, look up his website. You can do my twisted little jokes. Twisted (laughs) freak, and uh, hey, if you bring him a cup of your own piss, you get in for free. (laughs) I would love to get that going. (laughs) You'd have to make a deal with the venue. (laughs) Uh, uh, I'll call each venue and clear it up. Okay. 
Um, yeah, some places, if you bring a can of peas, you get in for free. This is a cup of pea. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, like food drives and stuff. All right. Uh, thanks for listening. Keep it crispy. Bye. Bye.